a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Each and every Monday is $9 Monday at both wagertalk.com and sportsmemo.com. When all daily picks packages are priced at only $9, including 5% best bets, normally priced at $35. As an added bonus, any picks packages loaded early for overnight Tuesday or action during the week will also be priced at nine bucks until midnight on Monday. So make sure to take advantage of getting these $25 and $35 picks for only $9 before the clock strikes 12 and they return to regular price. Welcome into the NFL opening line report week 17. I am Drew Martin joined by Teddy Covers getting you ready for this upcoming week's game. Get you on the right side of some of these moves without further ado. My co-host here Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. Teddy Covers welcome in buddy. How you feeling? Ah, I've been better uh, Drew. And first let me apologize for missing last Monday. Uh, sometimes life happens. And last Monday was a day where life happened for me. Unfortunately I had three shows on wager talk and i didn't do any of them uh so i apologize for not being here i like to be as consistent as i can possibly be unfortunately you know life happens sometimes and last monday was one of those days there's a second unfortunate uh, for today drew as well that's i'm ice cold right now i mean i am i had a slump like this that i can remember once in 2000 and i think it was 2014. but i haven't had many slumps like <laughs> like the one i'm going through right now I'm not seeing things well. I'm not seeing things clearly. And I'm not playing a lot of NFL as a result. So uh, right now, we're going to roll through the games, talk about where the lines opened, where they look like they're going, what the moves are in early week action. But uh, I'm camping it down a little bit today in terms of my own personal recommendation because they haven't been very good lately. So that's what we're going to do on today's show. Well, no better way to start off the week here in bounce back mode than right here on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, NFL Opening Line Report. Before we get to it, though, Monday nighter here, December 26, as we're talking Chargers, Colts, minus three and a half, minus four. That's what we're seeing right now. That's the Chargers is the road favorite, 44 and a half being the total. Any quick thoughts Monday night football here, Teddy? Well, we've seen a little bit of under money uh, for this ball game. And we're seeing some Colts money right now. I don't know that we're going to see a whole lot of more. I don't think it's going to get down to three. 
There are three and a half popping up. Uh, there's certainly a fair bit of wise guy support for Indy this week. The Chargers certainly have been a team that's been able to cover point spreads easily in any role, uh, but certainly not its favorites. They haven't been winning games by margin this season. Really, at any point, I think they have one win by more than six points this year. Uh, so we're seeing some support for Indy, but again, three and a half. Uh, if you like the Colts, I would grab a plus four right now. You can even find a plus four and a half if you shop around. I'm not convinced those will be there closer to kickoff. NFL opening line report starting right now. We got Thursday, December 29th, Dallas Cowboys, Tennessee Titans, minus nine and a half. There is minus 10 out there. That is the Cowboys as the road favorite here, Teddy. 42 and a half being the total. And of course, uh, short week here, Cowboys on the road in Nashville, laying a pretty big number. What are we thinking, uh, Cowboys and Titans to start us off Thursday night football? Yeah, the markets are absolutely crashing on the Tennessee Titans right now. Loses of five straight ball games. They haven't covered a point spread uh, during this five-game skid, although three of those losses during this span would have been by uh, small enough of a margin to cover the number or this number. The look-ahead line here opened Cowboys three. Got bet up once the Tannehill injury information came out. It got bet up to six, six and a half as the look-aheads. And then after Tennessee lost and Dallas won, <laughs> now we're seeing nine and a halves and tens out there. Total 42, 42 and a half. I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of under money. Tennessee's a dead nuts under team. Have been all year. Uh, I read that quote back in September about Mike Vrabel talking about this is how we have to play games. And that's what they've tried to do. They try yeah, to run did. the football. Uh, and and, and if, you, <laughs> if you did nothing but bet Tennessee under since then, you've done all right. Uh, for yourself, but they're a limited team right now. You know, uh, their seasons has gone from very good to very bad, not lickety split, but you know, this five week stretch for Tennessee, the market's telling us they're not coming back. And obviously you've already seen the GM go there. There are some issues in Tennessee, whereas uh, Dallas rallying from behind to beat Philly. Um, not a team that we're worried about their defense necessarily, but the last couple of weeks, the defensive numbers haven't been very good, which may be a concern here, trying to cover this type of number. Nonetheless, 9.5, 10 right now. It could get to 10. If you want to lock in on Dallas at 9.5, I wouldn't argue with that. But uh, this isn't one of those we are super urgent. Got to get to the betting window to this right now. Again, my powering number for the game, only 8.5. And, and I'm pretty high on the Cowboys and pretty low on the Titans. We got Sunday, January 1st, New Year's Day. Unfortunately, no college football. We're going NFL, and that's all right with us. 103-104, the rotation number here, guys. We got the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Buccaneers minus three-point home favorites here, Teddy. 39 being the total, so low total, minus a field goal here. That's the home team, Buccaneers, NFC South matchup. What are we thinking, Panthers and Bucks? Well, we've seen a pretty significant adjustment for – the power range of the Carolina Panthers right now. <laughs> you know, uh, look headline here, Tampa minus seven and a half, total of 41. Now, the money did come for the Panthers. Got bet down to seven, and then there were even some six and a halfs out there on the line moves. But obviously, we're talking about a game that was lined at seven last week that's being lined at three. This week, my powering number for the game is three. We're three right now. There's even a prominent two and a half out there. I don't think it's going to go below three. I, I, I really don't. But there is clearly some betting market support 
for Carolina. Carolina's got a winning point spread record, and Tampa's 3-11 against the spread this season. Okay, There's no betting bandwagon for the Bucs. And every time the Bucs have one of these games like they did against Arizona, uh, <laughs> where, you know, and they've had plenty of them. They have five straight non-covers uh, for Tampa Bay, only two wins during that span by a field goal in overtime against Arizona and by a single point in the game where they got Bailey outplayed against New Orleans. Nonetheless, Tampa is still the team to beat and the must-win team and all of that. But Carolina is a hotter team in the betting market right now. Uh, it's pretty clear. They've won three of their last four. They're not a team that's necessarily done a whole lot on the highway this year. But moving the football, again, they had 570 yards uh, against Detroit. Um, the quotes coming out of Steve Wilkes. The quotes coming out of Dan Campbell, Talking about Steve Wilkes and how well that how well coached that team was, and it appears that Wilkes is in contention potentially for the real job. Panthers can win this division. This game is not a winner take all. The team that wins this week, if they lose next week, and the, and the other team wins, they can still win the division. But a lot of playoff implications for Panthers and Bucks, and the fact that we're talking about Carolina as a potential playoff team right now. Speaks volumes about the NFC South. Yeah, heck of a – somebody's going to win this division, guys, and punch their ticket into the playoffs. We got 105-106 up next, which if you're new to NFL opening line report, we're just going down in numerical order on the Wager Talk odd screen. Sunday slate here, Cleveland Browns, Washington former football team, the Commanders here, minus two-and-a-half point home favorites, 40-and-a-half being the total here, Teddy. What are we thinking in our nation's capital? Yeah, look at line here was Washington minus two. My powering number is Washington minus two. Uh, look at total was 42 and a half. Worth noting uh, that there has been uh, the current total a good notch or two lower than that, uh, sitting at 40 and a half. And, of course, we're looking at two and a half right now. I'm not getting the sense that there's any uh, this line's on its way to three. I'm not getting the sense this line's about to crash. These are two teams, both of whom are coming off pretty dispiriting performances. Uh, Cleveland taking early lead against New Orleans, and then just getting out physical and outplayed the rest of the game. Uh, the Saints were by far the better of the two teams. And uh, with Washington, again, the, the Taylor Henneke experiment may or may not be coming to an end. Back-to-back uh, -back losses off of that extended run of success. And an offense that's getting – we don't know who's going to play QB this week, whether it's going to be Wentz, uh, who came in in relief of Heineke or not. Uh, I don't know that either of the two is a great option. So – uh, the bottom line is uh, this is a game where we're not going to see a whole lot of betting action. <laughs> you know, there's still a ton of question marks about who's going to trust who out of either of these two teams. And, I mean, if anything, it could go to three, but I'm not sensing urgency here for Cleveland-Washington. This is a game to think about, not to bet right away. We, again, we have seen some under money, but um, I'm not seeing that's necessarily going to continue. There's nothing leading indicator right now in the betting markets about the under for this one. 107-108 rotation number up next. This game has been flexed out to Sunday night football here, guys. 8-20 Eastern, 5-20 Pacific kick. Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens. Teddy, we're seeing the Ravens. Minus three with juice. Actually, mostly minus three and a halves out there as the home favorite. Low total, 36, 36 and a half. And we do have the Ravens at 10 and five. I'm seeing an X in the standings. They clinched a playoff berth here. What are we thinking, Ravens and Steelers? Look headline here was Baltimore. Again, these are the bettable lines from the Westgate last week, the week before these games were played. We can see how much the betting markets have affected some of these numbers. You know, Tampa, Carolina, uh, a huge move off the look ahead. Here, Baltimore was six and a half point favorite at the look headline. Bet down to six. Total 41 and a half. My powering number came three. 
The markets came three and a half, and we're seeing three and a half with some threes out there right now. I do think that if you like the Steelers, there may be some urgency here. Baltimore got the win and cover yesterday. It was fairly fraudulent. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, they got the calls. They got the stops at the one-yard line. Uh, but Atlanta, you can make an argument Atlanta was the better of these two teams. Yesterday, it is worth noting the Ravens' last four games, 17-9, to 13-3, 16-14, 10-9. Under, 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 under. The offense, not getting the job done. We don't expect to see Lamar Jackson back this week. And it's not like Pittsburgh's lighting up the scoreboard either. No surprise here if we see more under money. Again, this look at total, 41.5. It's 36.5 right now, and it's only going lower. Huge shout out to the chat box. Everybody joining us live, 10 a.m. Pacific time, NFL opening line report. Tyrone Boyd in the house. Abby Jackson saying happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, happy Hanukkah out there, whatever you're celebrating. D. Williams in the house, Kevin Johnson as well. Paco Healy from San Diego, California. Welcome in, Paco. Bert in the house as well. Feel free to chime in where you agree, where you disagree. Paco saying uh, Carolina and the points for him. We get... Uh, uh, next game up here, Teddy, New Orleans and Philadelphia, our producer Dan's uh, favorite team here, the Eagles, minus seven-point home favorites. There is one minus six-and-a-half at Caesars Sportsbook, 44 being the total. New Orleans Saints, Philadelphia Eagles up next here, Teddy. Yeah, so uh, look ahead line here, Eagles minus five-and-a-half, total 43-and-a-half. My powering number came Philly minus seven-and-a-half, and that's with Minshew. Um, I didn't downgrade them that much with Minshew behind QB. He's not Jalen Hurts, but it's not a situation where you got a guy who can't uh, throw the football around. Minshew was able to do that just fine. Um, you know, he's not elite. He's a fine, serviceable backup quarterback. And the bottom line is my number's higher than the look-ahead line was. And, the power, and, of course, the opener came right in between. Six and a half has been bet up to seven this morning. Had we done the show a couple hours earlier, we would have put the uh, Philly – as an emergency betting alert with the six and a half. There are still a couple of them out there. If you like the Eagles, I think you can still find a six and a half, but they're few and far between. Uh, seven now, the prevailing number. And look, I mean, New Orleans back-to-back wins, all right, and a gutty win uh, against Cleveland. You know, the weather conditions were awful. You know, it was freezing out there. Dalton was making mistakes. And they physically took over the game at the line of scrimmage and then were able to pretty much dominate. And again, you're not talking about a team that was able to throw the football around. And right now, New Orleans, you know, last week they were without their top two receivers and both starting tackles. And they still were able to win the game, cover the spread, uh, uh, thanks to. And the thing that amazes me, you know, in, in the NFL, when it's 100% clear this team's going to run the football, you know, they're, they're got, they got Taysom Hill behind center, and I know Hill's going to throw a pass or two. But 90% of the time he's behind center or Kamara's behind center, they're going to run the football. And when the offensive line is strong enough to blow holes open, we're missing multiple starting linemen. Knowing full well there's no passing game downfield, that's a testament to a team's mentality. And the Saints certainly had that mentality uh, in Cleveland this past week, and they may have it again here in Philly in the cold as well. For the Eagles, again, you don't like to see a team kind of play mediocre football down the stretch after they played really well all season. Their defense got a little bit gassed this past week, but I'm not sensing the urgency necessarily for the Eagles right now. That's why this number was at six and a half this morning. And um, Again, we're seeing mostly sevens now. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked if the Saints end up taking some money between now and kickoff, even though the first move went towards Philly. I wouldn't be surprised the later week action goes against them. Next game up, 111-112, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific kick here. Arizona Cardinals, Atlanta Falcons. We got 40 and a half, 41 being the total. We're seeing the Dirty Birds here, Teddy. Minus three and a half point home favorites. Realizing they're both actually birds. Dirty Birds being the Falcons at home here, hosting the Cardinals. <laughs> what do we think in Arizona and Atlanta, Teddy? Yeah, Dirty Birds versus the Redbirds. We can go there. Um, so... Look ahead line here was Atlanta minus three. My powering numbers, Atlanta minus three. And the, car, uh, the markets are at three and a half. And I can understand uh, why the markets are three and a half. There's even some fours out there uh, for Atlanta. Arizona's a bottom here. You know, uh, you know the, the, we don't know if Kingsbury's going to be back. They've lost five in a row. They're coming off an overtime loss uh, to Tampa. Now uh, going on the road for an early start game late in the season. It's, it's not an Arizona spot. And they're not a good team. The markets are pretty clear uh, with the, <laughs> with uh, understanding that fact. That being said, Atlanta's lost four in a row. Um, they're and frustrating defeats. You know, the, 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 there's a lot of frustration on that team, right? But at the same time, the Falcons are playing without an NFL quarterback right now. Um, Ritter's not ready. You know, he really is. The passing game isn't there, and they have a style like New Orleans that they want to play the physical. Smash mouth, we're going to run the ball down your throat, and it works well, but it's not scoring touchdowns in the red zone. And again, 13, 16, 18, nine points the last four weeks. Like this offense is clicking on all cylinders, not like the type of offense that we're comfortable laying points with. That being said, from a uh, spirit, I mean, Atlanta's fought the good fight. I'll give them all kinds of credit, but they're not a very good football team. Not easy for me to lay more than a field goal with that squad. Next game up, 113-114, Jacksonville Jaguars. First place Jacksonville Jaguars, by the way, plus 750 preseason to win the division. Still live here at the Houston Texans. Teddy, we're seeing the Jags, minus four and a half, minus four. I guess we could call it, what, minus four and a quarter here, depending where we're shopping. 43 and a half being the total in Houston, Texas, Teddy. So... Part of me wants to emergency betting alert this because Jacksonville is going to be the public play this week. And the wise guys have liked the Jags, and there's been a fair bit of Jags support. And Houston just got off the schneid where they finally got the win after coming up short. In fact, Dan, let's cue it up. Look ahead line here, Jags minus four and a half. My powering number, Jags minus four and a half. The four and a half's got bet up last week to five and a half, but yet we're seeing some fours out there right now. This line can only go up. All right, we're not going to see Texans money. So if you like the Jaguars, sooner rather than later. Look, I remember the first meeting very well between these two teams because I thought that I was buying low on Jacksonville, and they were lost. Trevor Lawrence was lost against Lovey Smith's cover two in that game. They lost 13-6 to six at home. It was the worst game they played all year. That was then. This is now. Now the Jags have won three in a row. The offense is clicking. The defense is making plays. They're a team that's developing a betting bandwagon right now. And the Texans, yeah, they fought the good fight. Let's, get, let's give Lovey some credit. Each of the last three weeks, they took Dallas to the wire. They took KC to the wire. They beat Tennessee. Uh, all right. And, and even the game against Cleveland, they lost. Remember what the defense did in that game? <laughs> they gave up an offensive touchdown and gave up 27 points. So we've seen the Texans fight, 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 fight. 
I do worry now they got the win, but they exhale here. I'm not getting the sense Jacksonville is about to exhale right now. That being said, the Jags starting to get a pretty big betting bandwagon. That's why I recommend if you like the Jaguars, bet them sooner rather than later. Like it, EBA in for the first one. Might have another one. Stay tuned for that. 115-116. Up next, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions. We are seeing uh, 51.5 as the total here, Teddy. Minus 5.5. We got Bears. We got Lions in Ford Field, Detroit, Michigan. What are we thinking here, Chicago and Detroit? So look ahead line here was Lions minus 7. My powering number after the games was Lions minus 7.5. Now, the sevens did get bet down to six and a half. So there was Chicago money coming in last week and obviously opened five and a half last night. And then, you know, pretty much five and a half across the board right now. Fifty one and a half. The total. Chicago's not trying to win games. All right. Uh, and it's been pretty clear with some of the second half strategies for Matt Eberflus and company. I mean, what is it now? Eight straight losses. Uh, yeah. And maybe a division game's different. Um, well, but there hasn't been the let's fight tooth and nail. This offense hasn't gained 300 yards four times in the last five ball games. Um, now maybe it's better on the turf and indoors than it was. It certainly will be then. And it was against Buffalo last week. It'll be more comfortable uh, for Chicago. But again, it's, a, you know, Fields is playing without linemen. He's playing without receivers. Um, there's not a lot for Chicago right now. And from a organizational standpoint, again, the, the, their salary cap woes end at the end of the season. They're trying to get as many <laughs> uh, losses in the books. They can, and this team has the potential to really flip the script this offseason. But Chicago's not a team playing for wins. Uh, Detroit ran into a hot Carolina team or a Carolina team that off physical them yesterday. They ran out of gas, uh, whatever. They've certainly played well uh, on this field. And I would not be surprised. Again, my powering number came over a touchdown for this ballgame. I would not be surprised if there's some Lions money. But the early money coming for Chicago, and the, the, there seems to be a fair bit of wise guy support for Chicago right now. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. And if I'm playing in this one, I'd be laying with Detroit. But, you know, laying points with the Lions defense sometimes can be problematic. Although Chicago's offense, very limited. Let's see what that injury report looks like. But they really didn't have a whole lot of skill position players healthy this past week. Good analysis there, Teddy. Teddy, uh, do you want to take a couple of questions on the last two games, or you want to hit them at the end? Oh, uh, sure. Fire away right now. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, it was just concerning uh, Jacksonville and Houston here. We have uh, Paco in the house asking about the emergency betting alert. Teddy, do you think it can get to six so we can tease it? Any any interest in that? It could get to six, but this is this is the thing that I don't understand. Betters are like, okay, well, let me get the, let the number get higher so then I can tease it down. If you want to tease it, <laughs> you know, then it's more mathematically acceptable to tease it. But then you're getting the worst of the number that you're teasing it down. Um, it's not a it's not a play I'd be looking to play teasers with personally, Paco. Uh, good question, but if you like them, bet them, and don't wait for the line to get to six before you before you decide what you're going to do. In my opinion, uh, Paco. Okay. Man, you know, we, I don't know why Paco Healy always cheers me up, but he just does. I like his name. I like his personality. Um, I haven't seen him in yet. Probably I've seen him like twice, <laughs> but I always liked him when I met him. Paco, cheers. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, Paco's great. Paco's good time for yeah. sure. We also got uh, Bert in the house, uh, Ball State uh, Journal as well. Welcome in, buddy. Uh, Bert asking, 
isn't this game meaningless for the Jags? Question mark. They have to win week 18 to clinch the South. Um, yes. Not sure on that. Would, would that factor in for you? There, there's certainly there in terms of playoff scenarios. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is what I'm confident of. The markets are going to overreact to every playoff scenario. Oh, yeah. Right. Good point. So, oh, this is a dead game, therefore. And that's why the money, the, the money, the, or the first bets on this came on Houston, in part because of that. But I'm not convinced that the, oh, next week's game is meaningful. This week's game isn't. Therefore, we're going to lay down this week and step up next week. I'm not buying that argument. And, and over the course of history, Teams do fine in the must-win games. Or teams do fine in the in the games before or after the must-win games. Uh, at this time of year, it's not necessarily uh, a scenario in which a team's playoff needs is going to specifically correlate with the points. Sure, Teddy. And yeah, the the old uh, you know this is a must-win game doesn't always mean uh, they do win either, guys. So uh, keep that in mind. I've learned that the hard way a couple times. Uh, We got Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots up next here, guys, about halfway through the Sunday slate. Once there any questions at the end, feel free to fire away in the chat box, Wager Talk YouTube. Also, if you're watching on replay, feel free to fire away below in the reply section. We'll answer them on next week's show. Dolphins, Patriots here, Teddy. Uh, We are seeing the Miami Dolphins, minus one point road favorites, minus one and a half at other shops here. 43 and a half being the total. Dolphins heading up to the Northeast, 1 o'clock Eastern kick. What are we thinking in New England on Sunday? And this is a must-win game because the loser of this game is dead. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a pretty well a must-win game. Um, look headline here, Miami minus 2.5, total of 43. My powering number came Dolphins minus 1, and the markets are 1, 1.5, 43.5 this morning. Both these teams have fallen on hard times, each of them. One and four straight up their last five games. Miami's only win during that span coming against the Houston Texans. And New England's only win during that span coming against the Arizona Cardinals. So not like anyone's beating anyone out of either of these two teams. Now, the Patriots are coming off back-to-back heartbreakers. You know, the brain fart against the Jets. Or brain fart against uh, uh, the uh, Raiders. And then the, you know, Stevenson fumble as they were rallying from 22 down to beat Cincinnati. Oops. I guess you're not going to beat Cincinnati. Uh, with a heck of a turnaround in the second half of that ball game, but still a crushing and frustrating defeat for a team that's had more than their fair share than this season. Whereas Miami, you know, the the, the three two of fourth quarter interceptions yesterday on the heels of that rough road trip to the Niners and Chargers and Bills. This is the weakest opponent they've faced in a month. <laughs> you know, the road chalk. Do you trust Miami as road chalk? Um We've seen the defense step up at times. We've seen the offense step up at times. We've seen Tua make mistakes in the cold. That's my biggest concern here. But you ask me which of these teams is better. Which of these teams is the better of the two? I think it's Miami, and the markets are telling us that, even with the Dolphins' struggle. 
119-120 up next. Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific kick here, Teddy. 43 and a half being the total, minus 13 in the hook. That is the Chiefs as the home favorite. The uh, biggest point spread on the board here for Sunday, uh, January 1st. That's the Chiefs as the home favorite. Nearly two touchdowns here, Teddy. Broncos at Chiefs in Arrowhead. So how many points would it take you to get uh, Bet Denver this week? Do you? Um, I, I, I would 13 say. 13 and a half enough? I, I'm just one of those. I'm not really interested. A realistic number isn't going to happen, Teddy, but I would say yeah, 20, yeah, no, I'm maybe. That. Yeah, exactly. 21 and a half, I, I might look at that. Maybe I'll look at Denver. Maybe I'll think yeah. about Denver, you know? Right. Uh, Denver's a really hard team to, for the books to attract money for right now uh, after the debacle. And again, Denver took money yesterday. All right. They were betting the crap out of a four and 10 team laying points on the road. And that's what happens when you lay points with a four and 10 team on the road. You know, you give up 50, uh, 51, you give a team that can't score. They didn't punt. <laughs> you know, Denver's defense is a strength. And LA didn't punt until the last drive of the ball game. Look ahead line here. KC only minus 10, 43 and a half. My powering number is 14 and a half. I want to make sure I give myself a number that I'm not playing Denver. Uh, and the market's. <laughs> Uh, open 13 and a half. But, I mean, what do you do with a team like the Broncos? There's only one choice. You know, you either pass the game or you bet against them. Um, now, obviously, they had a national TV loss on Christmas Day, embarrassing, humiliating, yada, yada, yada. And they're playing a divisional rival. They're supposed to show up here. Do you trust them to show up? I know. <laughs> you know, Kansas City has the other problem. You know, I talk about Tampa struggle. Kansas City's been a point spread nightmare. This season, they covered four spreads. All right, it's week seventeen. So, and they covered one this past week. So the betting bandwagon is growing. But KC's been a team that hasn't been able to win by margin, really. I mean, again, they 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 snuck out the cover against Seattle. If you had KC in that game, at no point were you comfortable, and no point did you feel good about your wager until uh, the very end. And and that's kind of the problem with KC. Um, you know, they're the Kansas City's a moral equivalent of an NFL or an NBA championship team that's playing through the string to get to the playoffs. That's what the Chiefs have done all year. It's not about winning by margin. Um, and I'm not, it's, you know, you're, you're laying a, even though I wouldn't take Denver, <laughs> you know, look headline here is 10. Uh, you're laying a premium with Kansas City for this one. One two one one two two up next Indianapolis Colts New York Giants we are seeing the Giants minus three point home favorites forty and a half being the total this is the last one o'clock Eastern ten a.m. Pacific game here Colts at Giants Teddy look ahead line three total forty two bet down to forty one and a half on the look ahead lines my powering number three the market's open three so we can expect this game to come in the range of three. <laughs> Um, as for the total, uh, obviously, and it's, and it's real, it's definitely worth noting with a lot of these look aheads for the totals, that first move on the total, boy, when the line comes out, it's going in that same direction. You know, the bears and the lions, 48 and a half, but up to 50, we see 51 and a half at the open, uh, you know, here, uh, we're seeing 42, bet down to 41. And now we're seeing 40, 40 and a half at the open for giants Colts. Uh, this isn't even a bet this game twice. If you like Indy tonight, uh, I think it still comes three. Even if the Colts <laughs> win tonight, lose tonight, uh, this line's going to come three or a derivative thereof. Um, so not one where there's significant urgency to get to the betting window right now. If Indy stinks right now, the Giants might come three and a half. 
if you're betting against the Colts, maybe it makes sense to bet against them twice or parlay the two together. Uh, but I, I, even if Andy wins tonight, I, I would still think this line is going to come right, right around three. And Teddy, your assessment there on the NFL totals market with it kind of moving one way, is that something you've noticed for years? You know the NFL betting market's as good as anybody out there. It seems like sidewise we get more differing opinions. Totals-wise, it's more one-way one, one moves this season. Has it been like that in years past in, in, in your, from what you can remember? Generally, yes. But, I mean, the, the total moves, uh, there's – there's three basic scenarios coming into these total moves. Obviously, at this time of the year, you have a lot of weather issues. And scoring's been down across. Yeah. So, you know, we had scoring go up, 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 up. And obviously, when you have a game with you know, a weekend uh, where there's, you know, eight games played in frigid conditions, <laughs> uh, yeah. scoring's going to go down, 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 down. So you have weather conditions at this time of the year that tend uh, to affect these moves. And when you have weather, the total's going to move one way. You have injury concerns, whether it's offensive line, whether it's receiving core, whether it's quarterback. But the injury moves tend to move the total one way. And again, both these are down and down. Um, and then when you have the third factor is going to be pace slash efficiency. Uh, and I'm, I'm putting those together because that's really what these totals are, you know, the numbers that's are based right. on. Uh, I'm sorry, Drew? No, I was just saying, like, total uh, uh, pace and efficiency is the equation of where the number kind of starts, in my opinion. Yes, and then those exactly. other things, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But when, you, when you're seeing a total move in the look-ahead lines, that means that there's so, if it's not a weather or an injury issue, there's an, a pace-slash-efficiency a pace issue that someone has an opinion on they're betting on early. Um, or someone has, okay. or the, or the, the someone has data on that they're betting on. Because a lot of these total moves are 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 really algo. You know, it's a it's an algo derived uh, algorithm derived uh, 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 process where you know they're punching a whole bunch of numbers and spitting out uh, totals that, in theory, are going to be pretty close to the market, but sometimes they aren't. Yeah, no, absolutely, and and I've just noticed when, especially when they go down, there isn't a whole lot of kickback back up, whereas sometimes sidewise. If you see it move, you'll see a buyback the other way. Totals-wise, particularly towards the under guys, you better jump on it sooner rather than later if you like that, that total towards the under because there there usually is not buyback towards the over, from what I've noticed anyway. Agreed. We got a – Yeah, yeah agree, Okay. 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific kick the rest of the way here, guys. One two three one two four. New York Jets, Seattle Seahawks. We got Jets, minus two, minus two and a half point favorites. 43 and a half being the total. So Jets heading to the uh, Pacific Northwest here, Teddy, laying a short number. What are we thinking, Jets and Seahawks? Yeah, two teams falling on hard times of late. Look ahead line here was a pick 44 and a half. Opened as a pick and 43. My powering number is Seattle's a favorite. I don't know if I buy that. Uh, but my primary number says Seattle should be the favorite. This is Seahawks team has lost five of their last six. The only win coming against the Rams in non-covering fashion. They failed to cover their last five. There's no betting bandwagon for Seattle. Geno Smith is struggling right now. Uh, the defense has actually played better uh, the last couple of weeks, and they still uh, haven't been able to get a win or a cover. Now, they're playing against a Jets team. That is going to have extra time to prepare. They've lost four straight. They have quarterback issues up the wazoo, and it really looks like Zach Wilson's not going to be back. I don't know who they're starting at QB this week. Mike White? Chris Straveler? Who knows? Uh, but <laughs> the fact that they're taking money in early week betting action is telling us the market's 
even with the Jets' offensive struggles right now, this defense has been absolutely dynamite. You know, again, they have 19, 20, 20, 10, 10, 17. That's six of their last seven games. The one time against Minnesota, they gave up 27. Uh, but uh, that was a game where they outgained the Vikings by more than close to 200 yards uh, in that contest. So, uh, I mean, this has been a defense that's been bet on. Seattle's defense, not so much in that regard. Well, they haven't played the last couple, have played better the last couple of weeks, but uh, uh, I'm not shocked that we're seeing Jets' money. That said, I don't think it gets to three. Uh, it might. They're lying. They're two and a half. They're starting to pop right now. Uh, but I'd be surprised if this one gets to three. I really would. If we get to three, we'll see some buyback on Seattle. One, two, five, one, two, six. Up next, San Francisco 49ers, Las Vegas Raiders. 49ers, minus five and a half. There is minus six. There's also minus five out there in the marketplace. But uh, consensus, minus five and a half or minus six point road favorites here. Teddy, 44, 44 and a half being the total. Going to be a lot of Niners fans, in my estimation. What are we thinking uh what about 20-minute walk from your house right now, from where you're talking? What are we thinking uh, 49ers and Raiders? Let's cue it up, Dan. We got an emergency betting alert for this one. Look ahead line here. San Fran minus four and a half, 43. That actually got bet down to four. There was Raiders money. The Raiders took a fair bit of support uh, in uh, Pittsburgh uh, last night. My powering number is San Fran at six and a half. Now, this total, look at 43, open 44, bet up to 44 and a half this morning. We're seeing over money for the Niners and the Raiders. San Fran better offensively than the markets expected with Brock Purdy. Look, Brock Purdy, make an argument, even the best of the three QBs they had this year. Uh, you really could. Um, and a team with loaded with playmakers uh, right now. And Vegas coming off a truly dismal offensive showing. The Raiders have some real home road dichotomy, what they've looked like on offense. The last two home games, they scored 30 against the Pats and 27 against the Chargers and moved the football well in both of them. So we are seeing over money here. If you like the over, get involved sooner rather than later from a side standpoint. Again, I'm not getting the sense this is going to go, we're going to see a ton of uh, 49ers money. The markets still aren't as enamored with San Fran as they might be if Brock Purdy wasn't the third string quarterback and Mr. Relv in the draft. Purdy's playing well. Niners are on a roll. Um, and certainly from a market standpoint, make an argument that price cheaply here. As you mentioned, there's likely to be a fair few San Francisco fans here in Las Vegas. Although Allegiance Day, I got more than a 20-minute walk. Might be a 20. If I, was, if I was a sprinter, I could get there in 20 maybe. I'm, I'm no sprinter. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's not too far. Yeah, you're right. It, 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 you'd have to really be broken. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how how long it takes to. I, I don't walk five miles very often, guys. So, uh, and, yeah, I, and it, it's and just to be very clear, I don't run a four minute mile. <laughs> <laughs> it would take me longer than twenty minutes uh, if I was sprinting. And understandable, Teddy. Neither do I. As we uh, head down the list here, one two seven, one two eight. A lot colder uh, temperature, most likely anyway. Actually, a lot of the. Uh, that, that big storm is is out of the way of a lot of the locations here, at least projected for this upcoming weekend, guys. But 127-128 as we head to Lambeau Field, Green Bay, Wisconsin, Minnesota Vikings, Green Bay Packers here, Teddy. 47 being the total, minus three, minus three with juice at a lot of shops here. What are we thinking Vikings at Packers, Teddy? 
Look at headline here, Green Bay minus two and a half, total 44 and a half. My power number only came Packers one and a half. The markets, or the two and a half got bet up to three during the week last week and came out at three with juice. We're seeing mostly three minus 20s out there right now. I don't think it gets to three and a half, although it might. It, I mean, the the markets, the broader markets and the wise guys continue to fade Minnesota pretty much every week. You know, and they're making money doing it. They failed to cover each of the last three, even though they won the last two. I mean, minus three and a half uh, and minus four and a half. Uh, but of course, it is a Vikings team this week that doesn't have to win by margin. It's Green Bay that has to win this one uh, by margin. Again, coming off a game in which the defense played well in the fourth quarter against Miami. Guy Aaron Rodgers uh, talked about he's glad to be playing in meaningful games. They've won three in a row and covered all three, while Minnesota has been failing to cover these numbers. I'm not surprised that uh, Green Bay's holding a three with juice. I don't know that it gets any higher. This line likely to sit in the current range throughout the course of the week. Last Sunday game here, guys. We do have the Monday nighter. Any questions, fire away in the chat box. Also, feel free to reply below if you're watching on replay. And please smash that like button, guys. Not enough likes on this one. Just 17 with uh, well over 200 people watching live. So, don't be a lurker out there. Help us out. Try to smash that like button, the thumbs up button on YouTube. Teddy covers Drew Martin NFL opening line report. One two nine one three zero. Last game here for Sunday. Battle for Los Angeles, Teddy. Rams and Chargers. We got the Bolts minus seven point home favorites. Home in quotation here. Forty one being the total. Rams at Chargers. Teddy covers. Yeah, so uh, this is not, the Sunday night game next week has been flexed out. It's Steelers-Ravens is Sunday night. This is a late afternoon game uh, for Sunday. Look headline here was Chargers minus 8.5, total 41.5, bet down to 40.5. My powering number came 8.5 for this game. And the markets are at 7 because the Chargers, uh, the Rams uh, blew out a Denver team that didn't show up. And we'll give uh, the Rams a whole lot of credit. Uh, for that victory, and maybe they show up again this week. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk that McVay's going to let uh, go to the broadcast booth at the end of the year and all of that. But meanwhile, the Rams have won two of their last three ball games, and they're certainly not playing like a dead team. The market's reacting to that with the eight and a half bet down. And the Chargers, of course, have been a team that struggled to win by margin all year. They've won one game by more than six points this season. So this point spread range, a little bit lofty for L.A., and the markets are telling us that. We got Buffalo and Cincinnati Monday, January 2nd, to finish off opening line report here. Minus one, that's the Bills as the road favorite. 49 and a half being the total. Two of the best teams in the AFC, possibly two of the best teams in the NFL here, Teddy. Bills and uh, Bills at Cincinnati, the Bengals. Just let me count this. Two, four, six. The, the Bengals covered their last eight last year, right? Two, four, six, eight. I believe so, yeah. You know the Bengals are like 20 that. and 3 against the spread their last 23 ball games. I did not know that. That is a exact nice stat. Nobody though. knows that. They're yeah. 20 and 3 against the spread their last 23 ball games. They covered their last eight last year. They started out this year mediocre, and they've been a point spread machine ever since. I wrote them for a little while and didn't write them long enough, uh, unfortunately. Ah. My powering number, sorry, look headline here Buffalo minus 2.5. My powering number, the Bills only minus 1. The markets, uh, basically, what are we looking at? 1 to 1.5. Uh, or there's ones there were one and a half last night. Now it's mostly ones total 49 and a half. Uh, there could well be weather here. If there is weather, it will affect this total, especially for a Bills team 
that has played their fair share of weather games this season and cast a whole lot of under. That's a result. In fact, both of these two teams have trended heavily to the under between them. They've cashed under to the 67% clip for the full season. From an injury standpoint, remember the first three weeks of the year when Cincinnati couldn't get out of their own way and Joe Burrow got, I think he had, there was 15 oh, yeah. sacks or 18 sacks the first three weeks. They mm-hmm. haven't given up more than two sacks in a game since. They just lost their starting right tackle, Lyle Collins, the big free agent signing they got from Dallas last offseason. He's out for the year. That's a significant injury concern for Cincy. And at 20-3 and three against the spread, considering the type of betting bandwagon they should have, they're home dogs here. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Bills and Bengals to end it, guys. NFL opening line report. Huge shout-out to the chat box, everybody joining us live. Thank you for the questions, all the uh, all the likes as well. 24 letting us know if, if we refresh, there's over 50 likes. So we do appreciate that, not just 17. And everybody watching live here on the Wager Talk YouTube channel, check out Teddy Covers, wagertalksportsmemo.com. Long-term, one of the best records out there in the NFL over the last eight years. Um, I'm Drew Martin on Wager Talk as well. Teddy, uh, any final thoughts here before we shut this down? Yeah, I really appreciate uh, all the comments, questions, uh, all that, uh, guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the likes. And I know, look, when you're going through a rough betting stretch over the holidays, it sucks. It really sucks. You don't sleep, you don't eat, your family's like, what's wrong? And you're like, oh, that's fine. I know it sucks, all right? (laughs) This too shall pass. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it hasn't passed quickly enough. Uh, but uh, for a Monday morning, Drew, we breathe and we come back and attack it away, and that's what we're going to do. So, uh, thanks for watching. Enjoy the games. Best of luck all week. Cheers. Cheers, as always, guys. And next week, we got the uh, final of the regular season opening line report, a very important show, so not going to want to miss uh, next Monday. A lot of jam-packed information. And then uh, we got the playoffs, and we'll be here each and every Monday throughout the playoffs as well. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Mark your calendars, guys. Please smash that like button. Let us know you're watching in the reply section below. Huge shout-out to the chat box. As always, for Teddy Covers, I am Drew Martin. That does it for Week 17 NFL Opening Line Report. Happy holidays out there. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. We will be back next Monday. Cash those tickets. Thanks for tuning in. Each and every Monday is $9 Monday at both wagertalk.com and sportsmemo.com. When all daily picks packages are priced at only $9, including 5% best bets, normally priced at $35. As an added bonus, any picks packages loaded early for overnight Tuesday or action during the week will also be priced at $9 until midnight on Monday. So make sure to take advantage of getting these $25 and $35 picks for only $9 before the clock strikes 12 and they return to regular price. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.